0: Transcending history, a tale of souls and swords eternally
1: retold. You know, some, every time you start these podcasts off, it's weird for me. And then I remember how every time I start this podcast, it must be insane. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Skeleton Crew <laughs> podcast, where your hosts, Strass and Sardo, regularly talk about random shit until they get bored or decide that it's time to stop talking yes usually the latter (laughs) usually
0: the latter and we we've we've got a show for you today folks i mean i I would sure hope we we do we're recording
1: (laughs) it could be worse we could have no show and we could just not talk for an hour and upload that and then get our stuff taken down by warner music demanding that hey you're not allowed to play that silence for over four minutes and 33 seconds damn it i was gonna make that joke (laughs) i'm glad we both knew the exact same terrible joke people wonder why we're friends (laughs) oh Oh. oh god (laughs)
0: but hi everybody um that's strass i'm sardo and we are the skeleton crew and
1: we're, we're gonna talk about something today and this is our podcast just so we're clear this is a podcast some of you might be watching on youtube it is still a podcast yes youtube's just free to upload
0: <laughs> we're, we're gonna we're gonna talk about a uh we're gonna talk about a fighting game we're fighting game people i would say
1: uh yeah i would say so What what is your experience with fighting games el Sardino? you know I, I play a lot of them i i like them a lot how many do you play i, I actually have never um, asked you this question this is a legitimate question <laughs> i
0: i play a pretty goodly variety of them um i'm i'm the kind of person that if you put one in front of me i will probably pick it up and try it
1: i mean that's that's fair to me too i i, I ask this because i also play the fighting games and also because i've never actually bothered to ask this question <laughs> yeah um
0: i guess i i i play a pretty good chunk of them um i like like blaze blue like street fighter um Ar- arcana heart was one that i thought was good it was a was a fighting game
1: with with an all-girl cast that was pretty fun well except one person they had a guest fighter at one point yeah <laughs> oh, um and Andy Yori was there oh was yes he there <laughs> and Yori was
0: present um there's this edgy I edgy kids asses play. at injustice yesterday at work, and that who, was fun.
1: Who do you, who did you play as?
0: Um, I mostly main Catwoman because she's fast as fuck, but I like Bane too.
1: I I feel like I I there are five hundred and ten jokes I could make about you picking Catwoman, and it has nothing to do with Catwoman, but the word cat alone, because <laughs> I know you're a cat but, dad. <laughs> I, I am a cat, Dad. I, I love me some cats. We we love dogs, too. We want that to be made abundantly clear. This is not... We are an equal opportunist pet it, petting of pets. Yes. Really, if you present a and pet to us, we'll probably pet it. Likely so,
0: unless they're, they're not pettable. I probably won't try to pet a goldfish, but, you know, can't fault a man for trying.
1: I mean, if the fish was pettable, we would pet the fish. Yes. But yes, the, the, this weird aside about other fighting games is really just the lead with the fact that we're talking about Soul Calibur this week. Fuck yeah. We kind of decided this because we couldn't think of anything else better. We're not gonna lie. Yeah, it's something we like. Yeah I mean yeah it's it wasn't like we haven't spent 20 plus years playing it.
0: Uh, I I I'd say I could go on, but that's the point of this, isn't it? I will go on, probably. I feel like that's um, kind of
1: just the tagline for the podcast, the unofficial idea. It's like, yes, we will go on, whether you want to or not. So, Strauss, yes. what was your first experience with Soul Caliber? I think my first experience was, like, a lot of people uh, our age, and that was specifically Soul Caliber 2. Yeah. Like, I, I know... I definitely have played, like, Soul Edge in an arcade, like, way back when. Like, Mm. even by that point, that machine was kind of old. In a way, that's like, you are still here? (laughs) Yeah. But, outside of that, my first one is probably for the GameCube, like, most peoples. Yes. And you saw a bunch of weirdos with large swords trying to whack each other. Kind of an easy way to get any child interested into the thing is present person with sword and have them fight each other.
0: You know, kids like swords. Adults like swords, too. I'm I am always been very much a sword person.
1: I mean, I would say something, but yeah, me too. So I really haven't. There's no grounds for me to stand on or need to stand on. We're on the same grounds. Yeah, we're, we're level here. Well, sometimes there might be a hill we haven't found it yet.
0: maybe but and and what was kind of your
1: your first takeaway from playing soul Calibur 2 like i played you it know a lot because i didn't own it i rented it because this is we have to remember this is like like two or whatever
0: Back in the day when, when game rental stores were like a thing. Like a cultural juggernaut.
1: Yeah, I mean, I remember like Soul Calibur 2 did extremely well. Yeah. And everyone was like, ah, oh, this is real neat. But, and we should probably mention Soul Calibur is the other 3D Namco fighting game. And I I say Namco because when it first came out, it it was Namco and Bandai were two separate companies still. You want to know how I remembered this? It actually, it it is relevant. Because I still have my copy of Soul Calibur 3 literally right here in my hands at the moment. Nice. I I remember looking at the bottom of it, and it just says Namco (laughs) on the packaging. Like, it's www.namco.com. Since you're holding it right now, um can can you take
0: that copy of Soul Calibur Three and just give it a little kiss for me?
1: Yes, of course.
0: Uh there, there, hey, are, very there, much. there
1: are several characters on do you have a preference of who gets the smooch? Uh pick one. I don't know, you'll you'll pick a good one. Uh, so but, but that's hard because Mitsurugi's on the cover with Ivy and Zoslomel, but on the back it's Setsuka and Tira.
0: Um give Zoslomel a little kiss yeah. for me. He was fun. Yeah,
1: there you go. <laughs> Lovely man. <laughs>
0: But yeah, it just, you know, I I think kind of the redheaded stepchild of a lot of fighting game series. And and maybe I'm saying that because I'm a little biased towards it.
1: I think the the best way to put it is that of the two main fighting games produced by Bandai Namco over the years, or specifically Namco in the case of both, it was always number two. Yeah, Tekken was always the money maker. I I mean, look at how Tekken 7 was treated versus Soul Calibur 6. I remember Pepperidge Farm remembers. Not that that's inherently a bad thing. It's we we have no ill will towards Tekken. I like Tekken. Yeah. I like Tekken. Yeah, I do too. I don't play it a lot, but I do like it. So, uh, I guess Maybe it'd be good to
0: kind of talk a little bit about about the the general premise of the Soul Calibur series. Um, you've so so it's a series about swords that is very much a thing. The the opening bit tells you that, and it delivers on the premise. There are a lot of swords.
1: and well, we should be be specific. It's about really two swords in spe- specific. Yes. The sword, Soul Edge, and the titular, Soul Calibur. And Soul Edge is the cool one. (laughs) Soul Edge is the cool evil one with its spoopy eye. Soul Calibur is the other asshole in the room, but slightly different. (laughs) And it's all, it's the good one. Or more accurately, it's the one that doesn't absolutely try to murder you while you use it. (laughs)
0: Yeah, it's it's the good one in quotation marks, because neither of them are really good. Um, It's it's the whole thing of, like, you know, immense power fucks you up immensely, but Soul Edge does it in more like a badass way. Soul Edge
1: turns you into a zombie pirate. <laughs>
0: yeah, or
1: a vampire in some cases. Or both, probably. I mean, the difference between vampire and pirate is basically a ship and a hat. Yeah, and this is true. But, it, it really, I guess the, the thing is, we both started with Soul Calibur 2, specifically on the GameCube, because I do know that for a fact that, that was the SKU that did the best.
0: Yes, I'm because it
1: had Link. Yeah, um, surprisingly, it, because we're recording this literally a day after Tears of the K2 came out, Link sells things. <laughs> you,
0: know, you know, people...
1: Seem to like this link guy. I think he's taking off. <laughs> I, I think we're I think that that, that small company Nintendo is on to something.
0: Yeah, you know that that small indie game corporation.
1: <laughs> but oh, I got I got a story for you for that one, but it's not until uh, we'll, we'll wait until afterwards because it's completely but, irrelevant. <laughs> but um and
0: and Soul Calibur has a a long and storied history of guest characters. Um and two was I think the one that started it off. With the console-specific characters, you had Link on the GameCube. I actually bought the GameCube just for Soul Calibur 2 with Link.
1: Wow. Um,
0: Because I started with PS2 with uh, Heihachi from Tekken, and I like Tekken. I don't care that much about Heihachi. Um, He wasn't as cool because he only had his fists. And when the guy to next to you has, like, a big sword, sword, that kind of sucks.
1: Yeah, that, that's always kind of the problem with games where, like, you have people with things that can hit you from a distance. And then you have the one guy who has to walk up and punch someone. Kind of an yeah, inherent it's, it's disadvantage.
0: <laughs> and, and then Xbox had Spawn. And now... I'm I'm also a comics person. I I like Todd McFarlane's Spawn, um, even if it's kind of a little silly sometimes. But um, I never got to play as Spawn because I never had an Xbox. I don't really care for Xbox.
1: I I had but... an Xbox and I never bought Soul Calibur two for the Xbox, so I never played as Spawn either.
0: <laughs> and I think one of the the recurring problems that we'd see there and further down the road with guest characters is that. Some of them just looked a little silly next to the rest of the cast. And Spawn was one of them. He looked very silly next to this medieval knight character.
1: <laughs> yeah, Spawn was a bit of a weird pick. I mean, I wouldn't know who else to pick for a new console that no one cares about. <laughs> I mean, that's not inherently true, but no one, like, had, you know, you're brand new. Like, who who, who are you going to pick? Blinks the Time Sweeper? Oh yeah, totally. <laughs> uh, uh, several people, the several people who listen to this podcast, are just like, "Oh God, blanks the time sweeper."
0: A little bit, bit of a back to the past, but um, yeah. So, but but Soul Calibur overall, it's it's the tale of two swords, one evil, one evil, but in a less cool way. And well, the well, there, people... I think
1: the best way to describe it is what is evil chaos and what is evil law. And we're both like, but chaos though.
0: Chaos. I, I will pick chaos every time. If if I had to pick between the two swords, I would pick up Soul Edge and put it in my mouth.
1: I I don't think it would taste pretty good.
0: How would I do it? And it's, it's the people who who fight over these swords from across the world because they think it will solve one problem or another in their lives. And that's basically the gist of it.
1: I mean, there is like a grandstanding plot, but it's really stop evil sword, evil sword bad. Mm-hmm. And constantly evil sword does bad things to people.
0: It It makes them crazy. It makes them evil
1: makes them do the bad thing and it makes them really cool well sometimes usually y- y- not everybody
0: not everybody <laughs> it just makes
1: them get all red-eyed and weird looking
0: and and kind of what the swords do is extrapolated upon as the series progresses of course but that's Really, without getting too much into the story, because like most fighting games are not known for their strong
1: storyline. Let's be real. <laughs> hey, unless your arc systems work where well, in that case your story's batshit insane. Yes. Or your S and K and actually give a shit. Half of your stuff happens off screen. <laughs> kind of a constant fighting game issue.
0: Which I mean makes sense. It's you know the, the limitations and everything, but 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 that's what Soul Calibur is.
1: And oh gosh, well, where to go from here? <laughs> well, I think really, uh, I think the best way to put it is we we both started playing it as as ten year ten year olds or so. However, whenever that game came out, yeah. So I think the real question is, for you, and for me, uh, I'll let you answer first, though. Is, when you first booted up, because you, you were probably like me, had no idea what was happening. Right. Didn't really give a shit. Who did you pick first? Who was like, "Uh, oh, this is the one.
0: Oh. I'm, I'm going back. I'm, I'm closing my eyes, and... <laughs> i'm trying to remember i think i did pick Mitsurugi first because i think even even at that tender age i was a tiny little weeb and i'm like this guy looks cool and and i i'm pretty sure i played him first
1: yeah that's fair i remember i picked nightmare because he had a really big fuck-off sword <laughs> and nightmare was neat. cool
0: Nightmare Nightmare has a sick design. Like if if you've never seen
1: Nightmare from the Soul series, well we, we should specify Nightmare in 2. Soul
0: Caliber 2 Nightmare was
1: bonkers. And we we should say bonkers because like they use that design on their logo for the past 20 years and and they should
0: because it's so good he has like he he has like the the this dark blue armor and like with these little like kind of bat ear points at the helmet um like big long red gnarly looking plume um he reminds me a little bit kind of aesthetics wise of um lancelot from a uh, fake grand order um except not as lanky uh like glowing red eye on the helmet and of course you have like he has soul edge he has like the the big zviander with like covered in like bio biomass meat
1: and the big blinking eyeball that eyeball is so incredible and when
0: when you are 10 years old that sword is the coolest thing you have ever seen in your entire little baby life especially when
1: you're like ten, and you're like, "Yeah, oh, I didn't know you could do that.
0: that's sick and it's it's still the sickest thing I have ever seen in my life.
1: <laughs> it really is it, it it really is and i I feel like really that's sort of kind of like what we liked about. Soul Caliber was that, like, it was just neat. It was very neat. It had, like, it had everything. It had ninjas, it had samurai, it had knights. It had... Pirates. Pirates. Zombie, zombie pirates. Zombie pirates. a Dominatrix. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to decide who was going to be that last one. I'm, like... I was, like, I'm going to pick Yoshimitsu... Ivy... Or somebody else. <laughs> I wasn't sure who would be the funniest option. Oh, and Elvis. Elvis is there too. Elvis is also there. Elvis with nunchucks. <laughs> Nunchuck Elvis. <laughs> who
0: who was your first pick? Like did you, you said you picked Nightmare?
1: Yeah, I picked Nightmare because Siegfried wasn't yeah. in that game. <laughs> So there you, you, go. you mentioned Yoshimitsu, though. Yeah.
0: And, and Yoshimitsu's kind of like a, a canon tourist. He's He's been in a few different games. Um, well, Tekken, most
1: I, I think what this proves is that Tekken Soul Calibur are in the same universe. So, yeah. therefore, at some point, Hayashi can pull out Soul Edge and stab a motherfucker mid-match. Very nice. In theory. So, I don't think it's ever happened, but it could happen. When are we going to get King making a cameo in the Soul series? Uh, I don't know. You have to call up S and K, and they have to okay it. And, oh. and I mean, they already... Did. This, this is a really stupid joke. <laughs> People are going to get this joke, but it's a really bad joke. Because we're, the, we're not the first persons to make it. And I'm okay with that. I don't know. Maybe. I would like King king to be in this one so that he can powerbomb Raphael through the floor. How about you? I'd like to see him powerbomb Raphael too but I don't know if we're thinking of it in the same way. No, you're thinking pile drive. There's no camera for us to turn to slowly but just imagine that we did it for two seconds there, okay? Thank you, audience. <laughs>
0: And and speaking of, I, I guess Strauss So we talk about first characters, but who's the character that, like, after after you played, you know, a few matches, you really got to know the game? Who did you sort of glom onto? Who was your like ride or die after that?
1: In two, uh, it's state nightmare. I I I I I got lucky. I picked the first one, and I kind of stuck with it. Hmm. Uh, after that, I've also played a lot of Mitsurugi. Right. Uh, let's see, uh, who else? It's hard because, like, it's been, it's, it was Siegfried in 3 because he was a little less aggressive than Nightmare was, so I could play a bit more defensively. Yeah. I I play fighting games on a defensive measure first. And wait for the other person to fuck up so that I can. Oh.
0: And also, um, it, it, I guess it's worth mentioning. Uh, Siegfried and Nightmare are night. Nightmare is more of a title. Siegfried is Nightmare for a little bit. He's Nightmare in two. and he's like, uh, he's the coolest Nightmare that will ever be. <laughs> but but then he like he gets unpossessed and becomes a regular little German boy again. <laughs>
1: I hate that. Nightmares would happen when those German boys go into the weed cave. Oh my god! (laughs) My god! Don't go into the weed cave!
0: (laughs) My sword is full of stolen stealing! (laughs) Oh, that's a terrible joke! (laughs) I'm really sad that we didn't get like a costume for Siegfried that's just like Hosen. <laughs> i don't think Hosen existed yet i don't care <laughs> neither did whatever the hell taki was wearing well yes
1: but taki's got big boobles y- yeah well so does siegfried <laughs> i mean that's not wrong it's it's about equality straws <laughs> <laughs> i demand equal opportunity boobage i will take it to batam namco myself <laughs> I want to objectify equally. <laughs> In fairness, Raphael objectifies himself. <laughs> he does the slut <laughs> by wearing the by wearing the most obvious vampire gear known to man and being, "Ah, yes, of course. <laughs> Look at me, I'm French."
0: Also, n- n- since we're talking about him, I guess it's time for us to talk about my husband of 21 years, my loving husband, Raphael. <laughs>
1: My fuck up of a husband and my daughter. Mr
0: Mr. Rafael Sorrell, who um has a Spanish Spanish name? I don't know. No. I, I think Spanish or Italian. I think it's Italian. I don't De- know. Definitely not French. Um, uh I believe a Spanish rapier
1: and um he's he's a
0: cultural like
1: fuck up. <laughs> he's the classic problem when you have a Japanese dev team who probably doesn't know a lot about other people's cultures try to do it and then kind of not succeed very well because like Siegfried outside of like his name and being like no he's not really very German either
0: yeah I mean well he's he's got his Viander which is a Uh, ostensibly a german weapon
1: (laughs) i mean in fairness like we could talk about how the alexandra sisters still pray to the greek gods despite the fact that it's the year like 1572
0: nothing is real nothing needs to make (laughs) sense
1: it's like ah yes the fastest i'll do what you ask i'm like you're all christians now (laughs) the christians have got here and they got rid of the druids The Alexandria sisters aren't like other girls. <laughs> They're really not. We'll get to them in a bit.
0: But um, I love Raphael. Um, Raphael is a uh, is a fencer. He he is a rapier user. Um, he is actually what got me into fencing. That and um, the Princess Bride, seeing that around the same time. Yeah, um, good. he. He dances. They, they in Soul Calibur two. They had like an extra thing in the gallery where you could unlock like a character doing like a weapon demo, and it was just them them kind of doing their their thing for a minute or so. And it was cool. But but Raphael's he actually dances, and I I think Raph is the reason that I'm a trans man. <laughs>
1: Uh, I, I owe my entire existence
0: I saw to Raphael
1: Soul Caliber <laughs> and then the audience I, claps I, I,
0: <laughs> I saw this this fruity man doing his thing and I I'm like uh, that that
1: I want to be that can I can I be that please <laughs> What are those uh I'm not I don't have boobs. No I meant your boots you're fruity <laughs> Incredibly gay yeah. boots, and and Raphael
0: is also a dad. Um, he has a an adopted daughter named Amy, who was a little peasant girl. That uh, because because Raphael is like a fallen member of the nobility, like his his uh his family house went it went to shit because of like stuff going down with with Soul Edge, and he's being like followed through the slums by these soldiers and. Amy saves his life by pointing the soldiers in the wrong direction and, like, getting them off his trail. And it wasn't because she had cared about him or wanted to save him. It was just because she hated the soldiers that much. And Raphael's like, you, you're, you're my baby now.
1: <laughs> I will absolutely pick up the cursed weapon to change the world for you and and then yes
0: and then Raphael pursues Soul Edge to create to, to additionally to like get enough power to like you know make a safer world for Amy to grow up in and and then he obviously
1: gets gets real evil and real silly <laughs> yeah it, it kind of he kind of goes off the deep end in the fun way <laughs> he, he got real silly about it <laughs> very silly about it <laughs> Like over here is like Siegfried going through his post-weed cave de- depression, and he's like, "Yes, I will take the sword at And then he runs to like Maxi or something, and goes, "Uh huh." And then pretends he's Bruce Lee while he fights. Thank you, Thank you very much. Thank you very much.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and and we'll have to talk about Maxie too. Maxie, I also love. He is the perfect combination of Bruce Lee and Elvis, and um, I like him.
1: We should mention what makes it really funny, though, is that we hmm. are talking about all these characters. We haven't mentioned technically the people who are considered the main characters, really no. at all, which is really funny. <laughs> we have, it's we, not have about talked, them. we have talked for probably about sixteen total minutes mm-hmm. or so. I don't know how long we've been talking about Soul Calibur directly. We haven't talked about Keelik. We haven't talked about Shanghua. We haven't talked about uh we haven't really talked about Sophitia. We kinda sorta covered talk we talked about we mentioned talking, but haven't really talked about her in any talking real in way. Tone body suit. <laughs> God <laughs> I I always wondered have you ever worn a bodysuit before? Yeah. Yeah, I have. I it's like getting in and out of those things because it's like a wetsuit. Because <laughs> I've worn um, a wetsuit.
0: <laughs> like I've I've worn like catsuits suits and stuff for cosplay. Uh, I I'm gonna say like because you see occasionally like the people who try to justify all these like well it's for mobility it's it's like you do not feel mobile or flexible at all in those.
1: <laughs> and that is why she is potentially peak woman. It's like I, I feel I feel lacquered when I'm wearing
0: one of those, just like my joints are stiff and I can't move. So Taki is just built different.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I'm I'm on the go with that fact.
0: And um even if you're not familiar at all with the with the Soul series, you've probably seen Taki once or twice. You've
1: probably um, seen either Taki or Ivy at some point like let's be real if there's two female characters who definitely like, like every series and, and you you would agree with me when i say this every series has at least one or two female characters who kind of get thrown out yep. into the world of fan art you you encounter them in the wild yeah
0: fairly frequently
1: like you know we're we're part of some like series that aren't super heavily loved outside of japan uh, we're Cody mm-hmm. warriors fans we understand about being being the red-headed stepchild of fandoms <laughs> we we know how it be <laughs> it, it do be like that sometime but every every fan base has one or two female characters usually escape into the wild and get art drawn of them by everybody
0: and and there are plenty of reasons for that that we're not going to go into today <laughs>
1: Oh no! I'm gonna go into it. What the fuck are you talking about? Oh, okay. I'm absolutely going into it. We gotta talk about Ivy's ever-growing boobles.
0: Ah <laughs> uh, yes. So the the reason, I, I guess, let's not be coy about it. The reason that Ivy and Taki are seen in the wild so much is because they they get they got big old they got big old jugs. They they got big
1: boobs. <laughs> they got big boobs, and they move about. But I need to talk about this because I've I've been naming this after a while. I call it Ivy Valentine Syndrome. Mm-hmm. It's when a uh, female character, or really any character, but usually it's a female character, her assets grow per entry. Every and it's every single new entry of of Soul Calibur. I swear Ivy's tits get a little bit bigger.
0: And and I think there's there's a degree of like acceptable absurdity there because it's it's usually with a character that it's like you know what that's that that's reasonable <laughs> that's reasonable for them. And Ivy is one such character. Um Ivy is the one who um if if you tuned into last week's episode um my 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 story about um my dad accidentally finding out i knew what a dominatrix was um
1: i mean you weren't wrong
0: <laughs> i was i was very innocent still at that age and i i had no idea what what the word dominatrix meant i just yeah, it, it it applied mean. somehow to her style of dress and i'm like okay <laughs> and and um, I think he was 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 perturbed that I already had that knowledge, but you know, whatever. <laughs> but yeah, Ivy is um, Ivy dresses very flamboyantly. Um, her sword is a sword that turns into a whip. It is very cool. She is one of the most difficult characters to master in the games. That that seems and... to be
1: a thing with certain with certain female characters. <laughs> I could name several if you want me to. Sure, go ahead. Well, you have Ivy um, and Helen. Mm -hmm. uh, King of Fighters is infamously difficult to play. Uh, Yeah, Biken historically was difficult with all her alpha counters. Yes. Oh no, we're we're saying actual fighting game lingo. People are going to know we meant it when we said we play these things. (laughs) It's like, oh, people are going to realize I was just saying that as a joke. (laughs) No, no, I, I actually do. <laughs> that wasn't a joke for me. <laughs>
0: and, 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 you know, typically these women all have another unifying factor, and that's, um, especially in Biken's case, boobs so big you overbalance.
1: <laughs> and you know what? Good for them. I'm mad about it. <laughs> I'm not. But I, I think what's just always really funny about Ivy, is my favorite. I have, a, I have a I have a very fun tweet story about Ivy. Are you ready? You tell. So I was playing Soul Calibur Six, and every character has like an ending screenshot. And I remember Cervantes is like angrily staring down Ivy as she skulks away, looking really upset, but not like in a <laughs> way that makes you feel feel bad for her in a way that's like, oh no, poor Ivy. You're going like, oh god, Dad's mad at her. And my friend <laughs> Kalen. I, I believe it was my friend Kalen who said it, It's like, go put on more clothes, daughter. <laughs> <laughs> I just, like, I don't know if he, if Kalen wrote that or I did, but now I can never look at that screenshot without seeing that, that statement ever again. <laughs> you're not believing that house dressed like that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was that. And I was just like, God, you're right. <laughs>
0: It, it is funny. And yes, Cervantes, the zombie pirate, is Ivy's dad. Which means she's not even British. She's Spanish and British. The, all, all of the Europe stuff here is just a mess. <laughs> and I'm here for it.
1: Yeah. Best way to, like, when approaching Soul Calibur with all the European... Like, all the Japanese characters and even, like, East Asian characters are usually, like, fine. Yeah. But when you get to like the European characters, it starts breaking down and gets weird. It it is kind of a funny
0: case of like the shoe being on the other foot in that it's like the like the Asian cultures are very well, well delineated and like there's you know a degree of like attention to detail p- to them, and then Europe it's just like, oh whatever. And it's
1: right. like it's it's
0: like, yeah, nice to see have, that twist around for a change. Yeah,
1: because we haven't even talked about Voldo yet. <laughs> or Like, we, we've we just been dancing around this subject. It's like, we need You're to talk about around it. Italy's greatest c- Qatar user. <laughs> and king of Vol- all things.
0: <laughs> Voldo is also how I learned what the word gimp meant. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Um, Strass, what yeah. is Voldo? Who is Voldo? Yeah, why okay. is Voldo? <laughs> so Voldo is one of the many, much like most fighting game characters. A lot of the roster of Soul Calibur has a bunch of weird fucking characters on it. Yeah, and someone thought at some point in the design process was we're going to make a a, a guy who protects basically a giant treasure trove owned by a former merchant of death who sold weapons in Italy or one of the Italian states. I think it's Venice. I don't remember. Yeah. And they decided that he's going to use Qatar, which are the Indian punching, punching daggers from India. Mm -hmm. Just to make sure people know which Indian I mean, because some people are going to be stupid about it because it's native American. Right. Anyway. Um for some reason they decided he was going to be a bondage slave. <laughs> but he's like 60. Yes. yes. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever been to a BD into what into a kink club, but that's what you do see. I
0: I have not, but I would imagine that you
1: probably see a few
0: guys who look like Voldo in there. You do. Um if, if I may describe Voldo, for our listeners at home who've maybe not seen this man before. He's Um, the other
1: one who escaped into the wild now that I think about it.
0: (laughs) Yes, he is. Uh, I want you to reach into your mind palace and picture um, this very tall, spindly, um, pale man, like, pasty gray skin, about maybe six foot six, like, very thin, long limbs, um no hair. No hair, utterly bald. No no eyebrows either, I'm pretty sure, from what you can see of his face. Um he's usually wearing some kind of mask. We we never see his facial features other than like his nose. Depending on um, the And he dresses in a way that I think kind of runs the gamut between like Ivy but Hellraiser.
1: And also Monster Clown. <laughs> he, he, he strikes the difference between either the sub in the Ivy and Voldo relationship. <laughs> or Commedia dell'arte on too much violence by way of Hellraiser. <laughs>
0: I'd like to imagine that, like, in an alternate universe, Voldo and Ivy are, like, a loving, dedicated BDSM couple. <laughs>
1: Uh, I'm not sure if they're a couple, but he definitely pays her to do it at the very least.
0: Yeah, I, I I, think they have, like, actually a very wholesome relationship in another universe.
1: But anyway. Yeah, it's. It's one of those things where you're just like. I'm not sure why we do this, but here we are.
0: And. Voldo is one of those characters that if you've got some buddies over to play fighting games, you whip out that character just to freak out your friends.
1: Because we haven't described how he moves, which is important. He slithers. He slithers, (laughs) he rides, he does the worm, he does all these weird poses, and they're all disturbing.
0: He has this one move set that I love, and I I actually got really good at playing Voldo specifically so I could like scare my friends with this. But um, he does this thing where he uh he crab walks, he crab walks towards you, and he basically launches you into the air with the strength of his groin alone, which is usually spiked. It's it's pretty much always spiked. He at least is wearing a codpiece all the time. Yeah. But but it's it's usually covered in in some sort of like spiky hazardous material and and you can just and and you can like chain it together and you can like trampoline somebody basically with his
1: junk, and that's what this game is like. It's great. It's it's so good. It's a great game, but this leads to a very important question. Hmm. We have to discuss eventually the actual main characters.
0: Oh yeah, we have those.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Because I want, like, Siegfried is the only one we really much is considered a main character in any real capacity. So we we have little German boy, (laughs) (laughs) who's not very little. In fact, he's very large.
0: He's he's built like a brick shit house, but he's like five six. Nightmare is five six, and I I want to remind everybody. Of <laughs> yeah, that. That,
1: that this is what I love about fighting games is for some reason like, you you don't realize how tall everyone like some. I love this about Japanese properties, where they actually bother to list how tall everyone is. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, ah, oh, how ah, Sigrun five six, he's my height. <laughs>
0: It, it, like, makes sense, because he's, like, he's small, but he's, like... He, he's he's built, like, a pit bull. Yeah. And it's, like, 15, like, 80.
1: You know, they didn't have as many vitamins and minerals in the water and shit, yeah. so... The fluoride wasn't put in the water yet, so everyone's teeth was bad, too.
0: But the, the other main characters in this
1: um, we haven't gotten to yet... So I guess we probably should do that. We should talk about... Okay, do you want to talk about the friendship trio or the sisters? I'm letting you pick.
0: I'm, I'm, let's talk about the friendship trio first, because I know you're going to want some time to talk about at least one of the sisters. This so. is true,
1: and so do you. And it's the same one.
0: <laughs> yeah. But um, the friendship trio consists of a young man named Keelich.
1: And, uh, and his annoying-ass stick.
0: Yes, he... I like Keelik as a character, but God, he is an absolute kick in the dick to play against.
1: Especially when you actually play someone who knows how to play him and you're like, No, stop. Please. Oh, I've it's... taken so many po- oaks to the eye. Keelik <laughs> has a
0: bow staff and he's super annoying. Super annoying.
1: <laughs> I mean, I, I say this while also meaning Song Mina, proving once and for all that I am in fact a massive hypocrite. <laughs> You goddamn stick users! <laughs> Me and my sticks. Uh, but the Listen. other, but the other key ones are Maxi, who we've mentioned as Elvis. By way, is it Elvis by way of Bruce Lee, or Bruce Lee by way of Elvis? Porque no los dos? <laughs> well, because I feel like one is the base and one is the flavor. I guess it's it's Bruce Lee by way of Elvis. Yes, I would say so. Because, like, Elvis is the flavor part, but it's Bruce Lee at the core. And Maxie's
0: also a little interesting because he is also from the island of Ryukyu, which is a place in Japan that doesn't, I feel like, get a terrible amount of, of focus in a lot of media. So it's,
1: it's kind of cool to cool to see that there. There's another one like that. I'll, I'll mention that in later. But um, the other one is Shanghua, who is the, our, our Chinese representative in this and kind, kind of teased as like helix love interest
0: kind of sort of like it's like it's it's implied but nothing ever
1: really fully comes of it well, she's, that one she's time, like, but we don't talk about yeah, five. But... <laughs> i do i do we'll talk about five in a bit but uh
0: and yeah she's like spirited and kind of you know plucky, voiced by Wendy Lee in the English dub, and, you know, she's just, you is. know, she's she's a little bit
1: sassy. <sighs> yeah, and she she's the pretty one. She's the cute yeah. girl. Remember, we have Ivy Miss Dominatrix, we have Giant mm-hmm. Tits McGee over here. That applies to actually two people. Uh, yes. Japanese version. Mm-hmm. And then you have Chong hua is like, Hi! I'm the cute girl next door one who, I guess is, I can't say non-threatening. She has a sword. She she she's just like more like the the cute kind of not
0: not tomboy but like you know cute and petite and like you know like you know more approachable. Hmm. So that's that's kind of those three, and um, they. They have some focus on the other sword, Soul Calibur. Um, yeah. Shanghua actually wields it at a, at a point.
1: That's some, um, I I believe that was during one slash six because six mm-hmm. is kind of a reboot. We'll get there. <laughs> if you're like, this is complicated and weird, you're right.
0: It is. And I also really like, I like her move set too. She's one of those characters that I I picked up a little later in life, and I I actually really dig her. So she also has the
1: tantrum attack yes which is really funny she it's this attack where she gets face first on the ground and starts like pounding her fists and legs into the ground like she's throwing a tantrum like she's five mm-hmm. no she's like 16 or so i think she's 18 it's something like that she she's she's too old to be doing that in any other capacity other than as a move yeah <laughs> It's just—it's a very funny attack for her to have. It is funny, but yeah, that—that's sort of like—they're well, the main characters in the sense that they're the main characters of Soul Calibur as a series. But really, the other main character—I guess the one B to their one A would be Sophitia
0: Alexandra, and she's a milf. <laughs> That's, that's, not a,
1: that's... that's not a joke. She is a no, mom. No, no,
0: she, she is. <laughs> uh,
1: no, I was like, I'm, I'm trying to explain to the audience who might not know what we're talking about. No, she's a mom. She's a hot mom. She has two children. <laughs> yeah, she, she's got a daughter and a son and a husband, and a the husband only that, nobody... that nobody likes or cares about. <laughs> nobody gives a fuck about her husband. <laughs> I The amount of fix where he is blatantly ignored or pret- or turns out to be a terrible person is rather high. <laughs> Oh, I don't think he was seen until Soul Calibur 6.
0: <laughs> yeah, God help you if you are like the unseen NPC husband of a very
1: hot character. <laughs> like, n- nothing is worse than being the unseen husband of a hot lady character who is surrounded by other hot people in a property. That is a yep. recipe for you to be the least liked character in the franchise. And also going
0: back in time here a little bit and remembering this, um, Sofitia and Taki were like a very, very popular lesbian ship back in the day. I think they still are. Because <laughs> I they, can they
1: assure you they a hundred percent still are. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean back in the day? <laughs> uh, well, I'm just saying back in the day because
0: I don't read a whole lot of soul caliber fan
1: fiction. I anymore. don't I, either I, immediately, but I definitely can assure you it's, if there's one thing, we'll we'll have a shipping episode one of these days to really explain it. But like, it there's stuff in the first game which was called Soul Edge, and it wasn't called. They didn't keep calling it Soul Edge for legal reasons that were very stupid. I'm not gonna go into it's it. Soul Edge. Well, it wasn't. It was changed to Soul Caliber because of Edge magazine and weird mm-hmm. copyright bullshit. It's it's weird. <laughs>
0: I actually had a physical copy of the game. I bought it after I played too.
1: Anyway. <laughs> but yeah, it, I would say Sophitia is like the main character specifically of like Soul Edge and Four. Mm-hmm. Like, if, if you were to ask me, like, I would say Siegfried was the main character of like kind of Sorta Two in a very we actually no nightmare was the main character of two let's be well, real now so it
0: and and, and to clarify a little with the series um there was i i think there was soul blade which is the very first one and well i, I um, then think
1: had, well if i remember correctly you're right but that's what it was called in the u.s but because they couldn't call it soul edge yeah it's soul edge slash soul blade yeah and, and then
0: you had soul caliber one
1: yes and, and then Soul Calibur 2, anyway. <laughs> and then 3, 4, 5, we'll, we'll talk a little bit about the weirdness of 5, and then 6. Yes. But with Sophitia was sort of the main character of the first game, in, in the sense that Keelik and Shanghua didn't really exist yet. No. Oh. Because they were introduced in Soul Calibur, if I remember correctly. And her mm-hmm. and Taki fight the undead evil pirate Cervantes. And they beat him. And that's where all the lesbian thingness comes from, the sober clear. Yeah, because
0: Sofiji gets injured, and I think Taki, like, cares for her. So there's there's a lot of that, and, you know, it,
1: it, it people want that. It, it writes it's itself. me, I'm people. Yeah, we're people, it writes itself. Sofiji has a lesbian experience. And Rothian's only complaint was, so you didn't bring her home with you? She was busy.
0: Oh, right. she has to go get a dumb stinky husband and dumb stinky children,
1: <laughs> but yeah, like Sophia, she's a blonde Greek woman. Which I, I was in Greece. I didn't see a lot of blondes, at least natural yeah. blondes. Not often. <gasps> Not really. A lot. A lot of dark hair. A lot of kind of curly hair. Very welcoming, though. Good yes. Food. Very nice. But uh, a lot of feta. I had a lot of feta when I was in Greece. So if you like oh, feta and good feta, but uh, hell yeah. But the thing is that it makes it all really funny, though, when you play it, is that you know that then two happens, and Sophia is technically not in the game. She she ends. She's in like the home version, I think, mm-hmm. because they yeah you. Don't to play her in arcade you have to unlock her because they were like you know we should give Sophia a break let's let her retire here's her younger sister who's like the fuck up version of her in the fun way though and 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 also and also with a lot less kicks to the nuts (laughs) yes so Sophia has like a grapple move where she grabs you and then knees you but because of her height and the other models' heights, a lot of the times it's into people's dick. <laughs> there's there's a lot of dick shots in this game, like with a lot of different characters. I swear I saw either a comic or a flash animation back in the day, which is this Sophia crotch shotting Raphael multiple times. <laughs> Don't worry, that. he likes it. <laughs> <laughs> We're terrible. <laughs> We're the worst, but yeah, so, so Cassandra is my favorite of the two sisters because she's the fun one. She's spunky. She's the spunky one who also had the interaction with Raphael's where it's like, well, have this dance. She's like, you no, you're no. totally not
0: my type, but not... that's
1: what she says. Yeah. You're
0: not my type. It's like, wow. And also, they are a very popular couple in, in fandom. That's true. Uh, though i would Which, say
1: probably her biggest ship is Siegfried I, historically speaking yes
0: yeah but <laughs> but, but roth gets in there a little too
1: yeah And fairness is both of them for being supremely honest <laughs> yes <laughs> but it's just so funny because like all you have all these characters like you have cassandra who's like well fuck you a i'm saving my sister I uh, didn't do a good job. No,
0: that that didn't work out. That um that that was a no, and
1: that's why we love her. Also, because she they, tried her best, and they gave her like they started her with Bobca, and then they gave her a cute ponytail. I like the ponytail. I do too, and that's why they kept it for six. Mm-hmm. Where also she, in, instead of kneading people in the nuts, now hits people with her butt. Yes. And that's always good. Butt stomps. And... We need more women who butt stomp in games. I agree. The, the butt's powerful. I concur. her Cassandra
0: is like... The, the more I think about it, it's like, yeah, she's a straws girl through and through. Because she's definitely like... <laughs> I wouldn't say that any of the girls in Soul Calibur are what you would call a tomboy in the classical sense, but she's definitely... She's a jock. She's the girl who plays lacrosse.
1: She's the girl who definitely, like, if she played hockey, like, ice hockey, has is definitely the girl you send out to body check someone into the plexiglass yeah. as hard as possible. And it will hurt.
0: Like... Cassandra, if if she gets into a fight with you, she doesn't slap or pull hair. She she punches and kicks and probably probably headbutts.
1: (laughs) She's the one that if you got it if there was a fight in the schoolyard, like it like it's not like a girl fight where like It's a fight. It's a fight. It's not like, oh I'm gonna like you said, there's not gonna be a lot of scratching. She she know what she is, she's the girl with short nails. Yes. Because she will actually throw the punch. Exactly. And that's why we love her. <laughs> exactly. And we've we gotten this far, but we need to mention Talim, who was introduced to very popular character.
0: Talim, who is
1: baby. <laughs> it was baby. Uh, very important, actually. Uh, do you know why she's super important? Why? First ever Filipino character in a fighting game. Very cool. And uh, good for her. Yeah, it's why she is very popular in the Philippines. <laughs> I could can see that. Yeah, and she's she's kind
0: of like you know she's she's very petite, she's very tiny, and she's got like tonfa for her weapons.
1: Fun to play. Fun to play. She's fourteen, and she is a
0: priestess of the wind.
1: Yeah, and that which she uses to punch you in the face at very high speeds. <laughs> she she hits surprisingly hard. I mean of those fighting games where like much like with Tekken every move does a lot of damage mm-hmm. I mean because the logic is it's a sword it's going to hurt you yes so you know we mentioned guest characters Uh, who is your favorite guest character outside of Link for any of these games if you know who all of them are
0: I'm I'm gonna have to pick an easy one and say to
1: be Because I like her. (laughs) Well, okay, so... Anyway, 3 didn't have a guest character. Because 3 was the weird one. And also Mm -hmm. the one with the most stuff in it. We'll talk about that in... In a tiny bit. Uh, 4 had... Darth Vader... (laughs) Yoda. Yoda. And then the apprentice from The Force Unleashed. And
0: also, if you ever picked Yoda... Um playing that game everybody hated you yeah in the every, room.
1: everyone hated you well okay there were two characters in, in soul Calibur 4 that if you picked everyone hated you uh against for most people it was yoda because yoda was so short that half the attacks didn't hit him mm-hmm. which is really funny <laughs> like you got to be ser- kidding me that this this someone thought this was a good idea. You couldn't pick like oh, Obi-Wan Kenobi. You had to pick Yoda. Such bullshit. The other one was was Hilda Hildegard von Cronen or whatever her last name is.
0: And she's one of my favorite girls. But yeah. My, Again,
1: she was hated for a very honest reason though this is yeah, a game t- with t- a great- in the dick to play against <laughs> she was this is a game where characters have uh this is a ring out game mm-hmm. so hilda was very good at causing ring outs i also really like hilda i love her design because she's so different from all the other women on the roster yeah because she's the only one who wears armor she's like Hi, I'm the princess of this small holy Roman Empire territory. And we're under attack and, all the time. I wear this cool armor. I have a short sword and a long pointy stick that causes a lot of her, ring outs.
0: And her kingdom is called Wolf Crone. How cool is that? She's and, so cool. Anyway. Yeah. But yeah, she is she she rings you out mercilessly. Um People don't like you very much if you play her. Especially in
1: 4. It's got it's got a lot less bad over time. But especially yeah. in 4, everyone was really annoyed by her. Because she was a ring-out machine. There's not a lot of characters who were better at it. Like, she was the worst aspect of Kila and Song Mina. Song Mina's one of the three Korean characters who we have not talked about yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, like, those... Any character who had a long pointy stick that went directly forward was generally really hated by people on a regular basis.
0: But, I mean, at least with those, you, you had to kind of learn how to juggle and learn how to do, like, aerial stuff to get to that point. I mean, it was easier,
1: but you still had to learn. Hilly though, was bullshit. <laughs> Hildegard was the queen of just going forward, pow, 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 and you're out. Yeah, it was it was three moves to fuck you <laughs> if you weren't ready for it. Like obviously, if you're a high level player, and like we did that to you, you would probably like dumb bitch, and we'd be like, "You're right, we are. We're very dumb." But if it was a high player on high player or low player on low player, Hilda Hilda was like a bane of your existence.
0: Yeah. It
1: not not well loved (laughs) i i think she was well loved by the fan base for like as as like a design as a character just not to play against no one liked playing yeah not not well loved in terms of just pure fighting (laughs) yes sir fun though yes But I think, really, uh, we we brought up the Korean characters, because this is is a game that I now actually keep saying different years, but actually, it's during the invasion of Korea by Japan, so it's officially, like, 1592. Fucking thanks, Hideyoshi. (laughs) You thought you could escape us talking about Samurai Warriors. You were very wrong! (laughs) (laughs) The fucking monkey man is back!
0: So, so you've got, you've got a couple of Korean characters that get added over time. And, um, one of the first ones is a guy named Hwang who, um, appears and disappears and then appears again. Um, Hwang's that guy who, you know, who works at your work, but he keeps quitting, but then keeps coming back.
1: (laughs) You know what he is? He's this game's (laughs) pong, duh. Yes. Taken off the roster, put back on the roster, taken off the roster again, put back on the roster again. Like, I think he was he was in Soul Calibur. And yes. I think maybe Soul Blade. I don't remember. And people tended to really like him. No, he wasn't in Soul Blade. It was Song Mina's dad. Oh. He was in one of them. He was in one of the first two. And, like, people mm-hmm. really like Huang because he's like, I'm going to save my country because we're being invaded. <laughs> and it's yeah. not cool.
0: He's, he's, like, a pretty straight-up heroic guy.
1: Yeah, and it's just, like, neat. Hey, we got this heroic Korean guy. He goes on out, tries to find Soul Edge. They're like, because they don't know it's evil. No. It's I, nobody it.
0: nobody knows at the time that Soul Edge is evil. It's just they know it's powerful.
1: And, you know, you're being invaded, so it's like, so they're like, oh, we're gonna go grab it.
0: Also, Huang comes back in six. And has the sickest outfit I have ever seen. He he looks so fucking cool and sick.
1: And the other two major Korean characters is A. Song Mina, who is... Uh, maybe the least dressed woman on this roster somehow? Yeah. There's a lot of underboob there. <laughs> well, no, it's weird because, like, Song Mina and Ivy have two things in common... And that is Mm -hmm. their player one outfit is, like, shows the most skin imaginable. And then their player two outfit is, like, the exact opposite. Yes. And it's really funny. But Song Mina is, like, Huang's fiancé. And, like, they do like each other. It's just Huang is half the time not around. Like... and by not around, so, we mean not in the game. <laughs> literally not there.
0: but but song is also what we'd like to call spirited.
1: She's also my fa- one of my favorites.
0: She's probably the the other girl in
1: the fight that Cassandra is in. <laughs> yeah. basically, they're the two that are fighting each other, and it is very ugly. <laughs> they need to be separated and immediately
0: <laughs> somebody's gonna end up in the hospital. <laughs>
1: But, but she's
0: she's an ass kicker. She, you know, it's it's another thing of kind of you know, a woman existing in a patriarchal society who's you know, kind of in this arranged marriage that's you know, that kind of you know, wants to wants to go out and fight, wants to you know, defend her country too, and has to kind of find her own way.
1: And then too, she is accompanied by like I'm going to call young song her annoying sidekick
0: he's he's diet huang he's you know he's we wanted to bring huang back but we couldn't for whatever reason so it, here you go
1: it was really strange why huang was like gone for two games replaced by this other guy that wasn't hated they they were just mad that he wasn't huang and he was he
0: was you know a little bit annoying he's kind of immature and a bit of a punk and It it And uh, and people people did not like
1: him very much. Did did you like him?
0: Yeah, not really my thing.
1: He wasn't my favorite either. It was a very odd thing that they did, not once but twice. Actually, I think he also was in the case of 4-2. But yeah, those are the Korean characters. They're fun. I, I think part of the problem with talking about Soul Calibur is, unlike with Tekken... Like there are like several groups of characters that are all they, kind they all of sit, doing their own thing. They sit at separate lunch tables. You know, it's like we're not because this isn't like most fighting games where it's like oh it's a tournament where we all fight against each other. You know, this isn't no, this isn't a Tekken tournament.
0: <laughs> yeah, they're they're all sort of there's there's a little bit of more separation there so that that's two that's... and then we...
1: Go, we go to three and three gets interesting weird. three gets weird for three reasons <laughs> number one they bring rock back who is this large british man who lives in america and basically he's gone feral i i keep forgetting that he's british and that's so funny (laughs) it's there are are two british characters in this series one of them is ivy the other who is like this very posh upper crust woman who's actually part spanish so in fairness she was raised by like british nobility right so she's like very british in that sense she's like hello how are you and then there's I'm rock. going to beat you to death. <laughs> and then this rock who's like, I, I guess the word I would use to describe him is lad. <laughs> he's, he's he's
0: big. He's he's large. Um, he he wears some kind of animal head.
1: <laughs> he wears a pelt. He wears he's, several pelts. <laughs> he's he's very very much. <laughs> And uh, he has a copy of him called Astaroth, who's a golem. Yes. He's here, and he belongs to the Cult of Ares. He's actually seven years old. He's just a baby. (laughs) Very large baby. A large, muscular baby. (laughs) And
0: he can absolutely break your back. (laughs) And he will. (laughs) Because he's evil. And he's he, around a bunch. Astaroth gets some fun designs over the course of the series. Yeah,
1: Asheroth is one because he's not a human character. They they get weird with it every so often. So I think my favorite one, my favorite design of his, was from two. It's it's
0: his it's his first outfit, and it is just he has his like literal beating heart on the outside of his chest, and it like moves, and. I remember being being small and being absolutely transfixed by that. It's like, that is so cool.
1: Yeah. I am just looking up some of his outfits because I'm trying to remember all of his all of his looks.
0: I also liked his big purple and purple executioner
1: outfit. Oh god, which one was that one?
0: I, I think it's his two player from two. I think so. So also, um, Talking about three, we also get Zoslamel.
1: Yeah. Uh, who
0: is very cool.
1: Yeah. Zoslamel, who is this mysterious man who talks like this and is a mover and shaker.
0: And I liked him from the jump because he had a big scythe. <laughs> I mean, he's neat. If... If your character has a scythe, I'll probably like them. <laughs> it's a it's a good it's a good chance. But he's he's some kind of immortal. He's he's a very mysterious player in everything. You're you're not sure immediately kind of what his motives are, whose side he's on. He's he's doing his own thing.
1: Yeah, and that's kind. And of... He's neat. He, he's like he's an ancient person from Mesopotamia itself who's been there since basically Soul Calibur was a thing, and is like, this motherfucker, I have plans. And, uh, sometimes his plans come true. In fact, it's usually revealed that he's the guy writing all of the shit that tells about all the Soul Calibur stuff. Yeah. (laughs) Usually.
0: He's He's sort of the chess master and everything.
1: (laughs) But... For Um, as much as we love him, there was one other character introduced in three. mm Mm-hmm. You know who I'm talking about. I do. You want to introduce her or should I? Go for it. Well, they added a girl named Tira. Tira can be best described as uh, Crazy Goth. She's, she's weird... not like other girls. Yeah. She's the phrase, I'm not like other girls, but very negative.
0: <laughs> and it Tira is she's she's this assassin kind of character. She's she's very like evil clown. Very evil clown. Oh, she is a hundred percent evil clown. Uh she has kind of a hula hoop looking ring blade that's pretty neat and
1: so hard to use
0: it's yeah i i can't imagine actually using that thing (laughs) but what what's so funny
1: about it as like a thing is that she is she has two personalities the happy one and the angry one (laughs) Mm -hmm. and she sometimes gets so angry
0: and her voice gets all deep when she's in her angry
1: personality. Or up here. <laughs> I'm gonna kill you versus I'm gonna kill you. And uh is it offensive? Probably.
0: Oh oh yeah, it's if
1: it, you if
0: if you want a a careful and nuanced depiction of um of DID or or mental mental health issues don't don't go to
1: soul Calibur. don't go to soul caliber for anything thoughtful everyone here has problems and no one knows how to deal with it not a single one
0: yeah it's so it's she's she's very edgy she you know like perfect
1: for the early 2000s very i don't know how popular she was with people but she's definitely popular with certain people yes and, uh... She's still around. She she was popular enough to stick around. And actually kind of be Beautiful one of the... designs. It, it helps that, like, every outfit she had was fucking wild. What was yes. your favorite Tira design?
0: Um, I forget which game it was in, but she had kind of this bird-themed outfit where it was, like, kind of red and gold and, like, had feathers.
1: Uh, I'm gonna look it up.
0: But and I th- she has, like, kind of, like... Two two pigtails and then shorter bangs, but it was neat.
1: Yeah, she was always kinda neat and kinda weird. Yeah, she's she's quirky. (laughs) She's the she's not like other girls. And also she was I think part she was also the first real evil woman. Yeah. (laughs) We should mention, because, like, fighting games have always had sort of this issue of having multiple female characters, but most of them are usually good guys. Yeah. And so somewhere around the mid-2000s, everyone's like, all of our evil women are usually brainwashed or forced into evil, like Ivy, so we're gonna need someone who's actually evil. And so Tira came into existence, and a few years later, jury from Street Fighter would, too. Oh, Cherry. <laughs> Unlike S and K, who already had Shermie, I'm yeah. starting to realize all the th- these names are very similar, and I'm very surprised by this.
0: Huh. But,
1: but you know, point,
0: points to Tira for women's wrongs.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. I, I know which one you were thinking of. Uh, for Tira's costume, you are thinking of her five-player-two costume. Yes, that one. <laughs> so, I... I Speaking, of, <laughs> we we didn't finish the guest characters. The other ones were, by the way, uh, were it was Ezio Atatari from Assassin's, Assassin's Creed, Creed in Five. He's actually one of the better received ones because he, unlike the Star Wars characters, he actually fits.
0: Yeah, you you
1: can you can buy him being there. I mean, he should be dead in terms of timeline, but who gives a shit? Nobody, no, the timeline isn't real. Let's see, uh, six had Geralt of Rivia from uh, The Witcher from The Witcher. Also very well received because well he was fun to use. And, and he and again, he fits. He fits also because they brought his the battle music from Wild Hunt. And they also I think did
0: some kind of interesting stuff with like his storyline in there to make it kind of like Somehow. work with the game. Yeah, and which he, was
1: he actually felt like kind of a part of it. Yeah, so and then the best part of it, and then they brought in Halmaru as well from Samurai Showdown. Yeah, the o- one, the only character involved here who's actually from the future, <laughs> and not to 2B. be. Tubi's inclusion will always be hilarious. It's like, well, <laughs> you were popu- super popular. <laughs>
0: And that that kind of tends to be the rationale with bringing guest characters into Soul Calibur. It's like, it's really
1: popular right now. <laughs> Except Hammeru. Hammeru was just because he was neat. Yes. I think that might be the only time he's ever been voiced in English. Very cool. But yeah, uh, those were the guest characters, but uh, we need to talk about the weird shit that happened with uh, Five real quick. There was some stuff. So, after 4 came out, that was like 2008. There wasn't a new game for a while. And then they arbitrarily decided to move the timeline forward by 17 years. Mm -hmm. And it was noted to be very arbitrary. So a lot of fan favorites were suddenly gone. Like, Taki was replaced. Uh, Sofitia was replaced. Cassandra was mysteriously missing. Like and we got a whole squad of, like, kid characters, sort of, to replace the people that were done away with. <laughs> like, Keelik was replaced by, uh, oh god, what was his name? Sheba? She- yeah, Sheba, who was this wild child, obvious like, reference to Journey to the West. <laughs> his
0: his big character trait was that he was always hungry. Oh, he, he liked food. That was his thing and not much else. <laughs>
1: yeah, it, a lot of, in the, it was a very trying time. It was not well done. <laughs> like, okay, here, here are the returning, so I'm going to just read off real quick to give people an idea here of how many characters were replaced. All the characters that were in four. And I'm going to warn you, there was a lot. So these were all the characters. Some of them we haven't even mentioned. Amy was there, Astroth, Cassandra, Cervantes, Ivy, Lizard Man, who's a completely different Greek character turned into a lizard person. Long story. It's hilarious. He's a Greek lizard. Maxi, Mitsurugi, Nightmare, Raphael, Rock, Songmina, Setsuka, uh, who is a not-Japanese person from Japan. Siegfried, Sofitia, Taki, Talam, Tira, Voldo, Shanghua, Yoshimitsu, Yongsong, and Saslamel. And the new ca- and really no real new characters outside of Hilda. Uh some mm-hmm. bonus characters like were there. There's a bunch of random characters and minor characters. All that's st- all that good stuff. Yeah. Uh, here are now all those names I just mentioned. Here are the ones who returned for five Siegfried. Neat. Uh, Nightmare. Sort of. Mm. Uh, Mitsurugi. Ivy, who has stopped aging at the age of 32. Somehow. Maxi. Hilda. Tira. Valdo. Astaroth. Kind of. Different Astaroth. Uh,. Raphael, sort of. Cervantes, now human? Uh, Lizard Man, kinda. Yoshimitsu, but not really. Uh, that one's second. It is one of my favorite Yoshimitsu designs, though. Yeah. This is the one with the uh, ma- mastodon up to a skull. That one was cool. And Edgemaster, who has not been around in ages. And then Keelick. You'll notice there's a lot of names missing. A lot of very popular names.
0: And and they all got replaced with characters that nobody liked anywhere near as much.
1: No one got this more than uh, the son of Sophitia himself, Patroclus. <laughs> oh, was he very unpopular? And his sister, who was not also very popular...
0: Piero was, yeah, Piero's kind of a shrinking violet. She was very, very meek, very apologetic. Um, not, didn't really endear herself to a lot of people. Not very beloved. I'm, I'm gonna be honest. I mm-hmm. think people were a little meaner about the Alexandria kids than maybe they should have been. <laughs>
1: I mean, I think part of the problem is, was that Patroclus was an asshole the entire story mode. <laughs> and he was the main character and he does, th- and he's constantly doing very unlikable actions. I'm gonna say though, in his defense, if you knew
0: that everybody wanted to do your mom, you'd be an <laughs> asshole too.
1: Yeah, ha- half of the these villains all thought your mom was super hot and wanted to fuck her. And even some of the heroes, too. Stay away from my mom. She's dead, I think. (laughs) Maybe? Question mark? It wasn't really heavily, very (laughs) well explained. Really, the problem was all these new, younger characters were generally just replacement characters for other characters. Like, you had Natsu, who was the... Who was Taki's apprentice and was the... Well, she was called Naruto by the fanbase, and that's basically because that's basically what she was. Yeah. Much funnier when you it realize... It? No, it's much funnier when you remember she's voiced by Kate Higgins. Yeah.
0: And and like, I, w- I want to her. come to the defense of one of the other replacement characters, because um you also had Leisha, who was Shanghua's daughter. I oh. thought she was very cute. I thought she was not a bad character. Oh, no, like... I don't
1: think anyone hated her for... In general, it's it's her existence implied some shipping details that got people really mad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It which was I feel like a, just a massive misread by the dev team and the writers for not realizing that that would probably make some people annoyed. Yeah, especially when the actual Keelik and Changhua love child was more than likely. Shiva who was the less likable of the two. Oh, that hurts yeah oh. I, if that i like i wasn't a huge like I, I don't care much about shanghua and kilik all that much they're not my favorites but if that was me and that was my ship i would be so mad yeah i would i would probably be punching some walls <laughs> i would have been furious especially because like the cute like oh here's so here's her daughter and it's probably not not Keelik, and you'd be like I get this dumbass and I can't have this one you kidding me Keelik, you are not the father <laughs> sadly you are the father over here though ugh that's worse <laughs> yeah. wait I forgot Devil Jin was in was a guest character in 5 <laughs>
0: oh yeah
1: but it's, it's, five it's, really fumbled the bag in a lot of ways. Very great game. It very fun to play. But boy, was it a massive bag fumble! Everyone was just like, especially when you learned that that seventeen year like time skip was totally arbitrary, completely unneeded. Also,
0: Not also go for it. Um, because we we discussed three. And and we 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 talked about five. I want to talk about what happens to Raphael between those times. Go
1: for it, because this can is- I do that? <laughs> Go, you have
0: the floor. Um, so Raphael gets soul edge. Um, Raphael um gets infected by soul edge, like it does. Raphael does not become a hulking mound of biomass Raphael becomes a vampire <laughs> and um it's it's implied that between three and five um rafael as we know him basically dies and nightmare like takes over his body and i don't know i just think that's really funny <laughs>
1: And this then leads it's... to some interesting speculation, because, like, Siegfried now has this, like, group hunting Soul Edge things. Mm-hmm. And there's this, this weird witchy character named Viola on his side, and everyone's like, is this Amy? It's... She, she doesn't there's, remember there's her a real lot name.
0: Of... Yeah, because she's, she's got amnesia, but she's also... Got a lot in common with Amy in terms of design. She's got a lot of the same color schemes. Her hair is like stark white now where Amy has red hair. but you know, that stuff can change. and Viola and Amy both have these very pronounced ringlets. and nobody else in the game has that hairstyle. and you know, and... I I'm inclined to think that it is Amy
1: well, i I hold on. I need to check something real quick because. Hold on. If this continues any further. I just need some information. Yeah. Yeah, That they're also voiced by the same person. Mm-hmm. No, no, this was never confirmed because Soul Calibur 5 pissed a lot of people off. Yeah. It was very fun to play, but people were very mad. The fan base was not happy about it. It didn't do super well. There's a guy named Vi in there, but it was weird. He was weird.
0: Yeah.
1: I, I totally forgot he was voiced by Matt Mercer. <laughs> that was a thing that I forgot.
0: <laughs> On today's game of Where is Matt Mercer Getting His Bag Today? <laughs> Back
1: well today it's this one but yeah it was not very well liked it was not the fan base kind of threw a fit like the casual fans were mad because all their favorites were replaced and the hardcores were like half the cast is gone now thanks I guess so I... there wasn't a game for a while
0: yeah there, there, there was some time to sit and think about what they'd done to
1: give it like five was released in 2012, and for like six years, Soul Calibur basically was dormant until 2018 with six, where they basically rebooted the timeline and pretend five never happened.
0: Yes, it, S- it, we're we're just not gonna talk about
1: sort of because some people remember the old timeline. Mm-hmm. Like Cassandra. Who gets visited by her old self. And it's weird. <laughs> and it's. It, there, it's an odd game.
0: <laughs> there there were some. Elective decisions. That were very
1: curious. The, the one. Good decision was. Asvel. Savior yes. of humanity. <laughs> yes. Just batshit weird man like if if you looked up
0: the word cult leader in the dictionary it would be his picture next to it He's he is so silly and so fun and he talks like this
1: <laughs> the entire time I love him so much oh no everyone loved him because he was so goofy but in a fun way
0: it it's just like i i want a barbie doll of him and i want to chew on its head
1: <laughs> it was also joined by the new character grove that no one cares about Groh was very there,
0: there's this been weird trend of like in the, in the later games in the series like introducing a very anime man with very anime powers and like kind of getting a lukewarm reaction to him
1: like People loved Asbel. I, like, even you you knew this because if you look at it, you're like, people love Asbel. He's really neat. Because he was such a very different villain for a Soul Calibur story because usually it's Nightmare or whatever. And yeah. this time he's like, hello, I'm the savior of humanity. <laughs> it's like, you sure are, buddy. <laughs> And people just thought he was wild, and he was wild. He was fun. He was so much fun. I
0: I like him but a like, lot.
1: Yet, grow who was not very well received, like very lukewarm reaction.
0: Yeah. And you also, um, and this started in three, but in the later games you started being able to create your own characters, which was fun. And I think seven had a very nice, robust character creator
1: or six, six had a nice one. We're hoping for seven. Getting ahead of myself. Yeah. We don't have seven yet. Yeah. That that's a hope moment. Understand this is us hoping for it. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. That said, Gro did have a fun move set.
0: Yes, he did. I liked his move set. And a change that i really liked was that um because uh, in into um when when we really got to see his non soul edge influenced personality um you know Raphael was was this very like kind of you know cool aristocratic you know you're not worthy i'm so much better you know kind of kind of haughty and you know and Raphael gets to be a little more of a himbo in six. I'm going to say it. He's he you get to see his softer side a little bit when he's dealing with Amy and it's cute. And I like it. I'm here for it.
1: I liked when they finally brought Cassandra back and she used her butt more <laughs> like, yes, and she's like, I'm going to butt stop you. And I'm like, yes, use they, that.
0: They lean back very heavily to the butt stuff and and i'm not mad about it
1: (laughs) let's see but yeah no i i would say we're hoping for a seventh one uh i mean obviously not at the moment tekken 8's coming out sooner rather than later Mm. i mean that does make sense that that's the big money maker seven did a lot of heavy lifting for the fighting game genre during capcom's bad period and I swear, we're probably going to talk about Street Fighter like this another day, too. So before we get going on this, because we have been talking about this for 90 minutes, mm-hmm. who are some of your... Other than Raphael, who are your some of your favorites? Who are the ones that make you go, yes! Yes! Oh, golly. That's that's a tough one, because, like,
0: I... I love most of the characters. I'd say probably my second favorite has to be Ivy. Mm-hmm. Um, I... I I love a mean purple bitch with some big titties. <laughs>
1: yeah, I mean that that's my flavor. There um, are so many worse picks you could have. And I really
0: really like Yoshimitsu. I've always liked Yoshimitsu. I've always
1: loved Yoshimitsu because he always would spout a bunch of philosophical like Buddhist nonsense, and you're just like, I'm into that. It is I Yoshimitsu.
0: Heaven's net is wide, but lets nothing through. <laughs>
1: also, his, car- his like stage theme in 3 is one of the best bits of music in the entire series. I'm going to have to say that right now. Oh my god, yes. Through Molten Caves is, like, way better than it has any right to be for what is essentially a stage just covered in lava. Oh, it's it's so kick-ass. Yeah. We what haven- about you, who are- Well, okay, Sorry. outside of, we haven't talked about, like, the weird extra mode in Three. Mm, oh man Which this three I was sunk. dense i sunk a lot of hours into that i did too that's like a whole other weird fake story of fake countries doing in a war thing and it is weird
0: i i think i did spend a whole summer just playing three
1: <laughs> me too i'm dead serious i spent like hours i even beat like the really special like hard guy that they had on that one map yeah. Like, that's how much effort I put into into three. Back when games used to have a lot of stuff in them. <laughs> Those were good times. But yeah, to answer your question, obviously there's Cassandra. I've always really liked Songmina. Um, Yoshimitsu. You know, I've always loved Cervantes as just like being an awful person. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Like, just this evil pirate man who is supposed to be from Spain and sounds nothing like it.
0: I Yarr! also... And and he can teleport for his moveset, and that always pissed my friends off so much whenever I'd play him.
1: <laughs> totally. And it... You know, uh... I also... always really liked... Uh... now I've, I liked Tira because I thought she was hot because I was mm-hmm. like 13 at she the is. time. And she is... Definitely one of those games where there's a lot of characters. I'm going to warn you, Sardo, you're going to probably be seeing them sometime very soon. Mm-hmm. That's that's for later. If you're watching this on Monday, when it comes out, my stream tomorrow, it's going to be special. <laughs> be there. <laughs> be there. Or uh, don't. Uh, I can't stop you. It's all up to you. We can't tell you how to live your life. We really can't. But yeah, when it comes to, like, Soul Calibur, I think what it is, it, it was always very extra, which is, I think, why we like it. Mm-hmm. And because it's so extra, it has all that stuff to it where it just feels extra. Like, you have a zombie pirate. You have a very uh, hoity-toity Frenchman. And, like... You have- A lizard man. I I also like lizard man. Lizard man was always cool because he was just a lizard man, and lizard men are cool. Yes. And you also had Rock, who you always forget was British, until you until you read where he's from. He's like from London, but lives in America and goes wandering around in the wilderness like a crazy man. As you do. (laughs) Truly a special time. Indeed, but. Man, this
0: th- this was a nice trip back into the past. I I love these games. I'm gonna and warn you we're, we're
1: like, I'm gonna warn our aliens and you sort of we're probably gonna do this another thing like this for both like Street Fighters, several S and K games and probably some other stuff too. Very good. All because eventually we're gonna have to do this for Samurai Warriors 4 and we're not gonna apologize for that one. We warned you. <laughs>
0: oh man.
1: Because we're gonna we're gonna have an episode dedicated entirely just to us talking about that game. And remember, last time we talked about just five alone, we started talking about four for three hours. It it's it, it's a lot. It's a hell of a drug. <laughs> remember, our brain worms are dangerous. Yes. Anyway, folks, I'm Strauss. You can follow me at AlmightyStrauss on twitter.com or Twitch. And you can follow Lasardo himself on at Autopsy Garlands or Uncle Death. Yes. On twitch.com um, And you're uh, moving to Mondays.
0: Yes, we are moving to Mondays. Going to be doing another art stream then. So that should be fun. Very and, excited uh, about I'll, that.
1: I'll probably be there because I'm not doing anything else Monday night. Yeah.
0: And then um, Strauss, I'm going to be on your stream Tuesday yeah. and Tuesday is very special
1: yeah Tuesdays uh, Tuesday is my birthday stream uh, my birthday is actually this coming Wednesday on the 17th it but we're doing it Tuesday because I do other stuff on Wednesdays I don't stream Wednesdays and I don't plan to but we are 120 percent gonna be doing a rather wild stream. I'm not gonna tell you what it is. It's a surprise. It's a surprise to all but th- like surprised. three people. <laughs> You're Sardo's the only one of two people knows what's gonna happen, and he and he knows that I could be doing anything. Yeah. But yes, our our plan is very simple. Uh, come Monday to Sardo's stream. This will be uploaded before then. Well before then, we're well. We'll do some art. Maybe maybe he'll draw Raphael. Maybe. I I might now.
0: I might have to do that.
1: You can draw Raphael getting kicked in the nads by Sofitia for hitting on her little sister. (laughs) You're probably not, but it would be funny. Maybe I will. We'll have to wait and see. (laughs) But as always, you can listen to us on YouTube, Spotify, uh, your RSS feed, several other places. I keep forgetting where i uploaded these these things to. I should, probably shouldn't. <laughs> all all over the place. Spotify, RSS, all the places. All most of the places, not all of them. I still have to figure out how but, to get but, Google Podcast to work.
0: <laughs> but yeah, check check out the Skeleton Crew. Um we've got a few episodes now.
1: Yeah, this is our 14th episode. We're going to have a guest soon. a guest soon. We're going to be talking about Milf Manor in the near future
0: having to yes. have our
1: first guest guest host as i attempt to figure out what the hell's happening on a show i didn't watch and never will D- don't worry we'll we'll fill you in <laughs> oh i will i have plans for that don't worry wild plans <laughs> well,
0: it's it's been it's been fun good night everybody thank you for listening
1: uh whenever you're listening i hope you're well <laughs> this is officially our longest episode in the cans who would have guessed oh, it was going to be about Soul Calibur? Oh, God, that that Samurai Warriors 4 episode is going to be horrifying. <laughs> we might have to split that up into two parts. <laughs> uh, this one's for you, artists. Cheers. Have a good night, folks. Good night, everybody.